shut up. Shut up. All right. If we don't want to do an episode one week, if we're just like, you know what? We can't do it this week. We got stuff to do. We got bills to pay. We won't do it. Am I starting defensively because I feel guilty? No. This is awkward pause. Sometimes we put out an episode on Friday. Sometimes we don't. And guess what? Deal with it. My name is Elmer Guardado. Joining me here today, as always, is the tallest man I know, Sam Atherton. Uh, hello. Play video games. And also here is the second tallest man I know, Andrew Street. Y- you know, listen, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I just want to say, like, the people in the DMs, oh, was there a gong gold this week? What, what happened? Where is it? Just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> stop putting all your, uh, just stop projecting everything onto me. You'll get it yeah. when you get it. Yeah. Like... Come on. Have you ever heard the expression, it's worth the wait? That's exactly. What that, that's where it came from. When people it's were now, waiting for this show. It's NATO, too. Like, NATO will slide in the DMs. I'm like, dude, we'll go watch 800 episodes of fucking One Piece. Like, yeah, you got, you're, you're You don't fine. have no free time. Go watch it. He doesn't need this show right now. Now, two sides of the same coin. Gamers were a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's like, worth the wait. Gamers are a mistake. It's like two halves. Two halves. Yin-yang. Yeah. We actually decided not to do a Gone Gold last week in to punish gamers because yeah. they've 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 been out of control, mm-hmm. absolutely out of control. They've been too they've become too powerful. I think in quarantine, uh, I, I I hesitate to use the word powerful, but they've confident, become too maybe. much, too confident. I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Because they have Animal no power. Crossing came out, they learned how the stock market, and now they think that they they own everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, those are events. Animal Crossing comes out, educates gamers on the stock market. GameStop stocks happen. You know, that's just the timeline. I'm just I'm not. That's not a narrative I built. That's just me presenting the facts on a timeline. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Bush. <laughs> Did you guys see that his Dude, approval oh. rating? It's like up like up like 50% with Democrats or something. Yeah, of course it's it the is. PR campaign, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what? You know, here's a couple things that are a waste of time. Number one, getting a fucking approval rating survey out on a president that's not a president anymore. Who gives mm-hmm. a fuck what his approval rating is? Two, like they're just using this old man like weekend at Bernie's to try and rebuild. It's like, hey, we're not all Nazis. You know, we're just Republicans. Some of War us are criminals. fucking nice yeah. Republicans. Yeah. Uh, God damn it, dude. You know, I'm, I'm watching CBS Sunday morning a couple of uh, weeks ago and that pops up and it's just like, who gives a fuck if this motherfucker paints? Yeah, the painting. <laughs> Look how peaceful and, and quaint he is. Wow, yeah, it's because his brain is broken war. from all the fucking people he killed. God damn it. You know what? I saw really something really cool, Andrew. Uh, I don't know why I'm directing this to at you. This is to both of us. This is to everyone. Uh, there's this coffee shop right by my house. There's two. There's one that I think I've talked about on the show uh, that is uh, slash dojo slash coffee shop. I hope I talked about it on the show because that place is incredible. There's this other place that, if we're being honest, Andrew, better coffee, better mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. Like, this better is the kind of place that every... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do they have better <laughs> karate that- lessons, though? No karate lessons. I will wow, say that. Fucking trash. They do, though, have... Uh, it's the kind of place where, like, 
they every morning they get breakfast tacos delivered from a really good breakfast taco place. They get mm-hmm. tamales, you, patient, you know, everything. They export all the things they can't master because they're the thing is coffee, right? So whatever, place is good. They have this pecan cold brew. Oof, mm. fucking dank. Um, love this place. Great place. Better coffee, better everything than the other place. We actually don't really go to the kick butt place unless we really want to hang out with a JoJo master. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, the the barista, first day in. This is how I knew this place was cool, Andrew. Barista wearing a black t-shirt uh, with the Statue of Liberty, um, but just like from the shoulders up, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of her usual, yeah, 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 bust basically. And instead of her usual, uh, you know, demeanor expression, she's kind of like tilted head up, neck to the side. And it's a George W. Bush fucking with vampire teeth sucking blood out of her neck. Wow. Uh, and it's the most metal shirt I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> I love and that. I was like, yeah, we're coming back here. <laughs> Wait, so shout them out. What's it called? Um, no, because I don't want... I, it's very close to my house. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's just, it's just our little secret. Me and that guy. Yeah. And it was one of those situations where at the end where I was like, I want him to know I like the shirt because it's an aggressive shirt and I'm going to be coming here a lot. But I was wearing a mask and I was like, I like your shirt. And he was like, what? And I was like, nothing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so what are you going to do? Those moments. Those moments, those precious moments, man. Um, I could talk about some stuff I did. Just a couple little random updates here and there. We'll get your thoughts. Went to a minor league baseball game two days ago. Round Rock Express in uh, Round Rock, Texas. They are the mm-hmm. AAA affiliate for the Houston Astros. And they were playing the Oklahoma City Dodgers. Um, the AAA affiliate for the Dodgers. And it was just fun. It was a good time. Like the, It's nice to go and be like, have... What would be like thousand dollar seats for thirty dollars, and this is like a it's it's the Dell Diamond, you know, Dell as in the computer company, so it's like a nice, uh, it's it's a real like I assume most minor league ballparks do not look anything like this, um, it, just like from the from the you know sound system to the on field in between inning entertainment and stuff, you know, and they also just bully, uh, with like the the they, they got the big jumbotron right mm-hmm. and it, 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 at real baseball games you know the, the guys get cute you know where it's just like uh you know when the astros were playing the dodgers the dodgers organist was only playing songs that had trash in the title or things mm-hmm. like that right or like beat it by michael jackson like subtle little you know <laughs> nods um <laughs> here there's no subtle nods you know they're just playing like clips from happy gilmore where it's just like you fucking suck, and it's it's just the energy is different, and it's uh, it's really it's really fun, and it's it's sad. Because this is like a super sad thing, but like a very wholesome. Hear me out. Um, it's very sad that the minor minor league players do not make any money. Like we looked up their like the highest salary is like twelve k, uh, so that's you know not a living wage. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And like but here, when someone hits a home run, they have like an old, you know, like the old retired usher at every section. Uh, you know, she had like baseball mom on her on the back of her jersey. And they just come up with like a hat and collect dollar bills for every kid that hits a home run. And it's very sad, but it's also very like, you know, mm-hmm. all things. Cons- it's the situation we're in and they're doing something mm-hmm. nice about it. 
Um, and they just give like, you know, the kid all the tips, which makes it, God, that, it makes you, it makes that shit hit really hard when you realize like, yeah, this, this place is really nice, but these people are like, you know, they have to have another job or they're homeless basically. Like there's no way they're living off of this money. Um, but it was a great uh, Yeah, experience. I mean, I think, I think like housing and stuff isn't included in that. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think it is. It's um, minor it, league. It's not. Um, be sure. I'm sure there are, and it's like, it's community driven usually when it is like, um, you know, people will be like, we're a family that takes in a minor league player every season and it's, it'll be like a retired couple or some shit, you know, or a family. Um, so that's pretty common, uh, but that's like community driven and not major league baseball. Um, okay. some, some it's inside the- baseball drama on that point is because of COVID this year, they said host families are no longer allowed because, you know, these kids are playing with each other. So, you know, it's just like, it's a risk thing, but they said that without introducing any solution for them. So mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, you can't do that. Uh, it's bad. I think one of you was about to say something. I'm sorry. Is the pathway to the MLB typically through the yeah, minor I mean, leagues like that? It's the only way up. Basically you get, you get called up, you get called up. Because yeah. there is no college division of baseball, right? There is, there is, oh, and that. Right. But you and so the people have gone from college to the majors, but it's very rare. You still kind of go from college to the minors through, and there's different and the, rate, uh, tiers in the minors, and then the majors. Um, it basically just comes down to like pitching and just how like it's broken up into sections. Basically, it's so like the harder people throw, and like at some point, it's just like oh, like once you hit the triple A. There's fucking sliders now, and that's what weeds out most people or something. Um, yeah, with the with the minor leagues, it's mostly people like not from America. A lot of like people from Central America. Um, What's well, I mean, from- it's it's also all of Americans. It's the system they have to go through. Well, yeah, but I, so for, I mean, with my experience with the Lansing Lugnuts, it was mostly people from like the Dominican Republic, um, Central America, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they were like giving it a shot, I guess. Yeah. Well, the, it's a whole, si- it's a whole system where they have like, um, you know, they have a league in the Dominican Republic that then like the American scouts for the fucking Red Sox go out there or let's not even say the Red Sox, it's the Detroit Tigers, right? They, they pick a boy and they're like, all right, you're, can you make it through the minors and up to the majors? So, but all the, all the American and, and local talent has to do that too. Um, yeah, we talked too much about the minor leagues already, but it was a good experience. It was a fun. Uh, I think I'll definitely go back. You know, I was like three rows from home plate, and it was like thirty bucks. That's it's awesome. Like, it's a great time, and you you go to this kind of game, and it's like you know, diff- like I said, different, more fun vibes. And you know, halfway through, it's just like, yeah, let's go home. This is, this was good. Now, um, before we before we move on, did they have a hot dog cannon? No, but I, I had a hot dog at the game. Okay. It was a fine. It was a fine hot dog. It wasn't that good. It was not bad, but it was like you know, I could I could have done better at home. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy have some the, beers the at vibes. the park. Yeah, beer and a hot dog at the at the game. That's a fun yeah. time. Yeah, it was it was good vibes. I immediately like halfway through. Um, I said immediately and then said halfway through. Um, <laughs> yeah, at some point, uh, a, a, a couple you know about me and Lexi's age comes through. They're decked out in Astros merch, right? Because we're in Astros territory. 
Um, and I mean, you could see what hat I'm wearing. I'm wearing my my neutral hat. It's literally mm-hmm. just a, a dad hat with a baseball on it. Um, this is where I, what this is what I what I'll wear if I'm not at a Dodgers game. And these two dudes, this dude and this girl sat next to me, and immediately just uh, just start saying like, you know, I fucking hate the Dodgers. And it's just like we're at a minor league game. Like these fucking to you? Just, no, no, no. Just like out loud. You know, very commonly, oh. like you know, in a sea of orange and stuff. Um, and I was just texting jo- our friend of the sh- not friend of the show, friend of our friends, uh, Josh, who's also a Dodgers fan. And I was just Josh is a him friend to- of the show. He's a friend of the show. Um, and you know, I was just tell- telling Josh, and Josh was like, "Yeah, they're so short, dude." So <laughs> you know, it was a great experience. It was a fun time. Now this this brings up a, a perfect point because uh, I own a Dodgers hat now. Mm. Can I so, see it? Uh, you want me to go get it right now? Not when yeah, you ask it, it like that. Um, no, no, go get the hat. <laughs> yeah, and you guys here. We'll, you guys do, we'll do you jazz rip. for like forty five seconds. I'm gonna. T- okay. I gotta turn the camera off though, so I can actually stand up. Oh, he, he oh, got my, pants on. I got my revealing. You know, Uh-oh. a little peek behind the curtain there. I mean, I mean, there's no peak if he's turning off the camera. <laughs> but it is. Uh, I'm just. I'm obsessed with baseball, dude. And I can. I can see Lexi's eyes fucking starting to die a little bit because mm. you know, I had. I was on PTO on Friday. They just gave me a random day off for my birthday, and um, nice. You know, I literally was like, "What do I want to do on my PTO day? I want to play MLB the Show for eight hours. I want to like finish the day and watch baseball. And then we went to a minor league game." And I was just like, God damn, like one, I love this woman. Uh, but two, I'm like, oh, God damn. How long can she do this? You know, how long can I expect this from her? This level of understanding, because sometimes, you know, it's not even a meme. Sometimes uh, it's not even a meme. Sometimes I'm just like, this is actually what I want to do. This is actually the most uh, more than movies, more than TV, more than other you know, video games, even. It's just like, ah, I'm just like this now. I, and I, I fucking hate it. I used to be an interesting person. Now I'm a fucking baseball loser. Um, Andrew, this hat. What are your, what were your, was this a gift? Let's play 20 questions. <clears throat> no. So uh, I wear a lot of hats because my hair is long okay. right now and I can't do much with it. So I need to wear a hat when I go out to not look like a, a troll doll. And... So I, I, I've been in the market for a new hat, but I'm very particular about a hat. I bought a fucking a really nice, it's got a little scuba diver on it. It's cute. But here's mm. the thing. It's a, it's a flat brim nope. hat. I, I had worn, you know, fans of the show, fans of my journeys through life in the past. Well, no, I wore a new era Atlanta Domo? Braves hat. Oh, what about the Domo one? Didn't you have a Domo flat bill? <laughs> oh fuck! What uh, a throwback! Holy shit! But the Domo flat bill—I don't know that I—I I wore seriously. That was like a collector's piece, right, in middle school or something. <laughs> wow, a collector's okay. piece! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, so I bought the like you know the new era style hat. I'm like, you know what? I feel like a fraud mm-hmm. in this. I can't wear this. I, it, it needs to be like a uh, like a bendable. We have a uh, name for flat. it. It's a, it's a it's a dad hat. It's a dad hat. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
so we we were out to lunch one day and we walked past like the thrift store. I was like, let's go in and, and take a look around. Uh, I saw this incredible hat that was like a fisherman's hat, but it had like a, a fish, like an actual 3D fish coming out of <laughs> the bill. Right. This is wow. the bill, I think. Do you have this like, hat? Well, I don't have this hat because I looked like oh. a, uh, you know, it was a one step above a MAGA hat, I think. Oh, the truck, the trucker style hat is very much like you got you can't do that anymore. I mean, not mm-hmm. that I ever really wanted to, but it, it is very much like uh, that's not it's not a friendly looking hat. You know, and another thing here, I have a big head. My head is very big. Uh, and so I feel like with a trucker hat. I look even. It looks like a bigger head. I look like ridiculous <laughs> out here. What's the What's the guy? Uh, Dim Dimadone. Doug Dimadone. Yeah, owner Dimidome. of the Dimsdale Dimadone. Yeah, that's I you with like the trucker hat. <laughs> um, so we're in this thrift store. I see that hat. Then I start digging through the hats. I'm like, I find this, uh, this like kind of denim dad hat. I grab that. That's a a fun time. And then below that, I find this Dodgers hat. I'm like, Melissa, I really like, like, I put it on. I'm like, listen, I know I'm a poser. I know I'm not a Dodgers fan, but I really like this hat. Okay, for real. Like, you actually like this hat. I like this hat. Okay. I thought this was going to be one of those times where you like spent money to spite me in some no, way. No. I thought that's where this was going. No, I like this hat. <laughs> now, here's okay. the thing though. In my mind, and this was the same thing I dealt with when I was wearing the Atlanta Braves hat riding around on my skateboard. Uh, people make it a conversation piece. Oh, the Braves are doing crazy, right? Did you see what so-and-so did? I'm like, I fucking, I don't know. Fucking Ronald Acuna, dude. All you gotta say is, oh yeah, Mookie Betts. And then that's all you gotta say. And they'll know. They'll know. Well, a couple things for you, Andrew. One, I can anoint you really quick. All right, you've been anointed. You can wear this Mm -hmm. hat. Thank you. You If someone ever asks you and you really don't want to deal with the question, you can tell a lie that won't feel too big of a lie. You can okay. say, oh, my friend's a Dodgers fan and he gave it to me. You know, he took me to a Dodgers game, you know, mm-hmm. he let me sit on his lap, bought me a hot dog, bought me this hat. Yeah. So it could just I be couldn't see the game, so he let me see on his, sit on his lap. <laughs> yeah. I, he had me on his shoulders. It still wasn't yes. blocking the people behind us. Um, so I think there's that. Also, we could, we could, you know, we could do a bit. You know, we're just like, or not a bit, but like, just... just we can give you fun facts. We can give you fast facts to memorize, to mm-hmm. just always have something to say. Like, like, like Sam just said, you know, be like that Mookie. And it's just like, you're not saying anything, but that, you know, th- that shows some level of, uh, you know, non-poser-ish, poserness. See, because listen, it's hard out here for a non-baseball-liking dad hat wearer. Because baseball has the best dad hats. Mm-hmm. High quality, yeah. good logos. You know, you go into, I'm not like, you can go to Vans and get a Vans dad hat. But then like, I don't know. Then you have a Vans dad hat. Yeah. Then it's like, it's a Vans dad hat. And I'm also wearing, you know, I got Vans shoes on. It's like, oh, this guy really loves fucking Vans. Yeah, this dude's sponsored by Vans. (laughs) Then that's the conversation. I mean, yeah, the, the whole, the audacity, the absolute audacity to ask someone about their clothing, anything. Like, and and here's the thing, you know, like, is it on me? Like, why am I wearing the Dodgers hat if I don't want people to bring it up? But also, why the fuck would you comment on my clothing, period? 
You know, it's that weird balance where it's like both. I can see the rational angle to both sides. Like I, maybe I, you know, oh, if you're going to be the asshole, don't wear the Dodgers hat. You know, if you don't want people to talk to you, but also it's like, don't comment on me. No, don't, don't comment on my hat. But if someone says nice hat, oh, that's it. Oh, that's totally fine. Sure. Yeah. Nice shirt. Oh, that's cool. I like your shirt. I like your hat. Something like that. Don't come up here and quiz me. Yeah, well, yeah. I you guess know, that's who, what when, what year did the Dodgers win the World Series in 1971? Don't ask me that. They're, they're going to ask you what year did the Dodgers win the World Series in 1971? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't. This is a trick question. They're, these guys, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> I forget if I ever talked about this, but it reminds me. I was at a work dinner one time with a social media partner. And this, let me, this guy in his meeting kept telling us how his plan was to run three triathlons or something this year, which I think tells you everything you need to know about who this person was. Right. Um, we went to dinner afterwards and he spent a large portion of it pitching me on his business idea. We got talking about video games. Oh Somehow this morphed God. into this. He's like, my business idea is a, t- is a clothing line where, you know, oh, you're a fan of such and such vid- video game, Overwatch. You have this T-shirt. You wear it to the airport. It's an invitation for someone to come up and talk to you about Overwatch. And I was like, "Isn't that just like wearing an Overwatch T-shirt?" He's like, "No, this specific line, like the this the brand identity of this clothing line, would be open conversation. So you have that shirt on. That means you want to be talked to about Overwatch." He's like, "It's a communal building uh, clothing line." And I was stuck. EJ was at the other end of the table for this, so I was left alone to. Uh, oh talk about God. this, but I was like, that's brilliant. Man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that, that is the wildest thing I've ever heard. Like, it's like, it's like one of those shirts and it's like, oh, fart loading or something. Or, you know, those like, oh, a sarcastic My sister comment. Did it. Yeah. But it's like, oh, talk to me about Overwatch. Is that what it's going to say? Like he kept no, no, using no. the He's, example. This is like, the brand identity of the clothing brand. Right? It's like, it'll have a distinguishing characteristic of it. But also be an Overwatch shirt, so uh, that diva in a compromising pose. Hey, I like that Overwatch shirt. Let's talk, let's talk about how horny diva makes it. Like it's an Overwatch shirt, but like on the sleeve, it has a, a scarlet A or something, and someone will mm-hmm. see that and know like, okay, this man wants to talk. He kept using the air, the example of the oh, I'm at the airport. I got you know layover for an hour. I want to talk to some like who the fuck wants to talk for an hour at the like during your <laughs> yeah. layover. Also, I love this yeah. problem he's presenting and the solution he's presenting like. This is what's missing from society. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, whenever you're stuck at the airport, what are you supposed to do if you don't see it? Like, also, market penetration is not that easy. You can't just assume there's always going to be a guy in the freaking airport with in your shirt mountain. on. Yeah. yeah. No, this, they know this, the, this is a stupid idea. This is also the kind of idea that would, you know, net someone a million dollars if they presented it in the right context. You mm-hmm. know, if, it, if it's like a branding, a, a PR agency, a marketing agency, and it's just like, we're going to rebrand, you know, the GameStop clothing brand to be all about, you know, community and stuff. Yeah. Million dollars. But this dude trying to pitch it like it's a fucking, you know, his idea is just no, it's, no, it's Elmer, not even an you idea. You don't get it. You're at the airport with a layover and you want someone to talk to you about Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably don't get it. You just never had a layover before. That's why you don't. It doesn't click with you. <laughs> That's wild, dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. Sometimes, you know, I I long for the ability to be that fucking just out of touch. It seems like a simpler, easier lifestyle. 
Because oh, he's definitely imagine- way happier than I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to imagine someone like that doesn't doesn't have those moments that, you know, where you're just up at night thinking about all your shame. Like, mm. because if you, if you can say the thing out loud, you have no perception of, you know, yourself in reality. I mean, the egg on our face when we all meet up at the Nork airport and somebody's wearing the conversation piece overwatch shirt. I know. I know. Cassidy has it on. Cassidy has it on. <laughs> it would work in the uh, reverse for me. I would I would purposely avoid those people. Mm-hmm. When the when the when the million dollar deal never fails, he pivots that way. That's how yeah. he makes his millions. It's kind of like wearing a one piece shirt. Like that's mm-hmm. how you know you want to avoid that. Yeah. Maybe. I can't think of what the thing would be. Like, what what would I have to see on a shirt to get me to talk to someone solely based on the shirt? And it would literally have to be, like, my home address. Like, it, it, there's no piece of, like, cultural iconography that would get me so excited to go talk to a stranger. Listen, if I'm, like, near somebody and they have, like, a band shirt on that I, like, for a band that I really like, you know, like, oh, it's a, uh, so like, one time I saw someone in a neutral milk shirt and we were, like, walking next year i was like oh nice shirt he's like oh yeah, yeah you know we talked for a second and then they're in pass and that's it but like mm-hmm. if i see someone across the room <laughs> i'm not gonna run over and be like dude your shirt i love it yeah and then you linger. Catch a flash two gates away at an airport you could get your flight or <laughs> yeah you can talk to this guy about his i mean that could be, milk hotel shirt that could be my soulmate and he's wearing the shirt to invite me to talk to him i don't want to miss the opportunity yeah, I mean, I guess when when I see people like if if there's someone who has like a very like niche, like something very niche that I like, I'll I'll say like you know I'll talk to him about it or like, you know, or maybe not like have like a full blown conversation, but you know I'll say you know something hey like really like that or like whatever, and uh, from what I've found is like usually people are pretty like receptive to that, or they're like you know you run into those times you're like what the fuck are you talking about it's like oh, okay see ya my response is always like uh. <laughs> Thank you. You know, one of one of yeah. one of those just get away from me. Um mm-hmm. but you know, we're all different people. Clearly, clearly I'm not a uh a talk to people for fun kind of guy. You know, I'm all business. <laughs> all business all the time. All business all the time. Uh Sam, yeah, have I you mean, been Oh, never mind. No, I was gonna say if my mom had a shirt and it said talk to me about pickleball and she saw someone with the pickleball shirt on, she would immediately Run over to them and talk to them about fucking pickleball for two hours. But your mom doesn't need the invitation. Mom is very, uh, very bright, sociable person. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, like, I don't know. When I think if I start talking to someone, they don't, they're not excited about it. And maybe that's on me. That's my own projection on myself. But you know what I'm saying? For sure. I think there's a difference. Whereas like, uh, I think you have, you kind of have some, you inherited some of that juice, some of that Atherton mojo. Mm -hmm. A little bit. I don't think you come off as threatening. You know, I don't come off as threatening. I think more uncomfortable. So I think as soon as they say it, they instantly regret it. Mm. <laughs> They're like, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> I was uh, kind of along the same lines. We had a um, a friend of ours was over last night and uh, we had like put some records on. And so I was, he's a big into audio equipment. So I was showing him like my receiver and stuff. And I was saying, I have this vintage receiver that I used to use and it broke. It's under my bed. So we pulled it out. He was looking at it. Um, and I was telling him I had it repaired once by this dude who was an incredible 
like electronics repairman. He came highly recommended. Dude is like incredibly brilliant. He repaired it once and then I broke it again because I'm a fucking asshole. And uh, I refused to bring it back because when I picked it up, the experience was so awkward because he is a very uncomfortable person. I'm equally as uncomfortable. And it's at his house. Mm. And he he like invited me to sit down with his neighbors for lunch outside. It was so uncomfortable that I now can't get the receiver repaired again because I can't go back and face this man. That's the most relatable fucking shit, Andrew. And that's why I goddamn love you. And I think about you every day because I'm just like this motherfucker. He's had a moment like this. You know, I have to remember I'm not alone. Yep. Uh, dude, the awkward on awkward crime like that is so uh, it's so it's, uh, it's so tough because there's no way out of it because neither of you is like fucking socially equipped to handle that situation. No, nope, just two fucking uncomfortable white dudes met each other and it almost broke the fucking universe in half. <laughs> God damn. That's beautiful. I love that. I love just like making your life harder because of like social anxiety. It's awesome. Yep. Now I was like, I have to get a new receiver now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, we got we can take this in a couple of directions. Uh Sam, I'll let you decide. Okay. Let's get nuts. I'm feeling it. Let's get nuts about beans. It's season three. Um, okay. So I provided for season three, two coffees. We talked about the first one two weeks ago, and now we are talking about the Winter Avenue Brew by Ferris Coffee and Nut Co. Uh, And Ferris uh, Coffee and Nut Co. is a. I wouldn't say that they're like a there. It's definitely local Grand Rapids company, but they're not like a micro roastery like some of the others that we've gotten they're like definitely like you find them in Meyer, you find them in like these like medium to like higher end grocery stores um but i think the thing is like the quality is pretty good but it's not expensive um which i which i like the the winter avenue brew uh, was a seasonal winter coffee i picked it up for you guys in the middle of season two never sent it i figured you know what i'll wait for season three um, I had to go to Macy's.com backslash shop backslash product backslash winter dash avenue dash brew uh, to find out the info because it's no longer on their website. Um, so this is a medium roast with notes of cocoa powder and baking spice. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no no known origin on this. Uh, my my apologies. Thanks, Macy's. God Thanks, damn Macy's. it. Um. I have a couple questions. So I have a couple questions for you. Um, okay. So where, where did you get this coffee from? If you're finding the information for Macy's? Uh, I got it at Meyer. Oh, okay. It's, it's just seasonal and that's why it's probably not listed anymore. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, my thoughts, dude. I like this boy. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've had it before today. I've, uh, I've drank this, this, this uh, cup of brew a couple times and I, I enjoy it quite, quite, uh, quite a lot. Um, it's a nice little mellow kind of, uh, this could be a daily coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very smooth. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And it's also not too acidic. Like it's acidity is very, very low considering it's like, you know, spice notes. Mm -hmm. 
I definitely get that baking spice like in the finish of it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely there. Yeah. It definitely has like a wintry vibe to it. Like I could drink this all year, but if I was sipping on this Christmas morning, Santa Claus you know, is real. Feel, mm-hmm, I might feel <laughs> a special type of way. Yeah. And I, I think the packaging is really nice. Yeah. Um, the bag is like this, like really bright blue and the, the like gussets has this like birch tree on it. And it's, I don't know. It's just kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Ferris, um, they have, they have other coffees and they do have like more, I guess, premium kind of things where they have like, you know, they have the single origin and like the kind of like mixed origin blend and yeah, it's really good um i think and it's still like even like the for like the premium like i think it's called like ferris reserves or something it's still only like 15 bucks for a bag which you know i guess is, is a lot compared to other coffees but for like a premium coffee i think that's that's like a fair price and it's yeah. good yeah i feel like you're spending like 20 bucks on some of the you know average micro roast coffee stuff so that's pretty good um, and it definitely like big fan of the packaging. I feel like we haven't been give, paying enough respect to the packaging lately. Um, I like the packaging a lot because it's kind of like coffee with very few exceptions kind of has some of that craft beer situation where you kind of do have to pick based on branding, like at least at first, right? Like if you're at a place where you can taste it, like sure, whatever, or it comes recommended, but pretty generally, you know, like going back to something like a, like a summer moon where like it's, it's this one roastery that has so many different skews and, and, uh, roasts. It's just like, well, I'm not, I can only make such an educated decision. So a big fan of the, the bright blue packaging, the overall branding, uh, I'm going to give it a nine out of 10 on branding. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, I guess this is true for, for most things, but like, you know, if, if a company is going to put like that time and energy and money into like making the packaging look good, I would say most of the time, like, you know, they have a dedication to the craft and like they, they care about how it, you know, if it has good branding, then it has good taste, I guess. That's not true in all situations, but I think for the most part, it's yes. a, it's a good indicator. It at least warms you up to like, all right, well, if you're, you're, you're caring about this, maybe you care about other stuff. Yeah. I don't know anything about logistics, so maybe this isn't this. The price starts to get too high, but I, I think in my dream scenario where I'm opening my own roastery, I use take a note out of the craft beer brewery note, like their playbook. You get the local artist to design different bags for different roasts. That's a genius oh, yeah. idea. Genius. You get idea. like you mm-hmm. get like their their artwork on there. I uh, I haven't sent you guys one mod cup for their incredibly expensive uh roasts that they do these very limited ones they do like these cylinder uh tubes that inside is like a sealed bag of coffee and the packaging on that is really nice but i imagine quite expensive you can't do it for a normal roast that you're probably putting out but gotcha if ever if everyone was putting them in those that'd be pretty sick yeah that's hot well, yeah, I think another uh, another good, another successful episode, another good brew. Sometimes I, I'd like, I'd, I'd like what, so you guys should be getting your shit for me on Monday. And when, just when I went to go ship it out, it was just like, I don't know, nice reminder again, where it's just like, yeah, we're just using the power of uh, shipping and just, I don't know, it's just nice being able to send each other coffee. 
It's a cool yeah. idea too. I remember when I, I think I said, but when I told the guys at the guy that was helping me at Mod Cup the one time, he's like, "Oh, that's pretty sick." He's like, yeah. "Let me know what they what they think of the the coffee." When you come back, like, they're like, li- they taste like shit, dude. They hated yeah. it. <laughs> don't listen to the show though, because you have to get through forty five minutes of garbage. Fucking yeah, video games or some shit to get to it. Yeah, yeah. I like this one, dude. This is a good one. Um, Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we haven't had a a bad one yet, really. I'm trying to think. No. Well, what's what's in my last place? It's probably one of my own, honestly. I'm excited for this new ones you guys are getting. I I, I think I I've spent a lot of time on this uh, deciding on this last batch. There's two. One is a coffee co-op, so it's like pretty widely available, but it's it's my favorite one from theirs. Um, and then there's a Lake Austin brew that uh, I can't wait for you guys to see the packaging on that boy. And it's cute. It's like a half bag. Uh, it's it's just so cute, so cute. Cool. Coffee's cool, man. Yeah, big stoked. Thanks, Andy, for uh, unleashing the beasts. You're welcome. Yeah, I uh, I want to start. I want to try some different like brewing methods because I mean, right now I'm exclusively doing French press, mm-hmm. and you know, is it time? Do is it time for me to get like a little pour over thing? Is it time for me to like make? Uh, we saw Andy. I sent it to you. I don't know if I sent it to the whole group. There's a guy who like made a wooden like pour over a stand or something yeah like, do i make one of those uh, maybe i like those yeah or like i mean 60 uh, they're so nice i think you can do it too you, you could also yeah. do i was thinking about picking up soon a uh arrow press mm. oh what's that and that's like the uh i don't know if you've ever seen it. it's like the plunger yeah and it you can make like a shot of espresso uh, with it or you make coffee but then you add like water to it it's like a real it's really beloved because it's super easy to do and the coffee comes out good. Like with a Chemex or a pour or a V60, like there's a lot of room for error. You do a lot of dialing in to get it right. I think with the AeroPress, you can like really get a good cup of coffee, like no matter what you do. And it's cheap. Next time you come out, well, next, man, that's a sad sentence. But whenever you come to Austin, Andy, I want you to come over. And I just want to watch you make coffee on my Chemex mm. I, I, without me saying anything, just to see how, cause you, and I'm not saying this gassing you up, but like you've, you've, you've put more effort into uh, refining the process. So now, it, and now, and you know, I think I'm doing it right, you know, right, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever right means, but it, now it's one of those things where it's just like the refinement part. What am I missing that I, that someone else might be doing? So just curious. Also, we shout out to Masterclass. The Masterclass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chris mm-hmm. from Germany really quick, uh, who sent me a picture of his grinder. Uh, and he said, grinders rise up. Because we do have the same <laughs> grinder, same coffee grinder. Yeah, I think we said it before, but Chris has a nice nice setup going. He's got his espresso maker. He's living the life out there. Yeah. I feel like espresso is uh, is what, what I want to get into eventually. That's, that's where I'm moving yeah. towards. Me well, too. I would like an espresso machine. Are we nuts? Are we feeling nuts? We're feeling good? Feeling nutty? I'm feeling yeah. nuts about beans. Let's oh, yeah. Here. Hell yeah, boys. Well, um, hard pivot to games, to video games. You guys want to go on gold? Well, you guys have to wait 39 minutes for it uh, and one week. But we'll give you some gone gold. Give you a little taste, a little, little appetizer. And you guys, you guys know me. You guys have known me long enough. Our whole relationship is based off of 
communication with words or text. And, you know, I, I happen to speak pretty flippantly sometimes, you know, I, for effect. I, I, you know, exaggerated language, hyperbole, it's all fun and games. I'm going to say theater. something. This is theater. But I'm about to take off the theater mask, Andrew. Mm. I'm about to Uh-oh. speak so raw, so straight. No, no hyperbole here. And I give all this preface because I'm about to say something that usually could be, you know, written off as, oh, that's just hyperbole. This is an awkward pause exclusive sentence. Awkward pause exclusive. Exclusive. Mm-hmm. But it's awkward pause exclusive within a gungold segment. Yeah. Right, 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 right. The Xbox controller is absolute garbage. It is a Fisher Price oh, wow. Wii U tablet piece of shit that I am just so flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. It's like, sure, you could like the form factor, but I am flabbergasted that this isn't a thing. Like, you already feel like a fucking child putting batteries in a device in the year 2021. But to then have it feel like like it was manufactured on the Wii U tablet floor from Wii U tablet scraps. And I'm not even to come in here having touched a PS5 controller. I'm comparing the Xbox controller, which they haven't changed, right? So it's a fair one-to-one comparison to the PS4 controller. To the pro, the 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 Nintendo Switch Pro controller, just absolutely shocked. And I'll tell you what, I'm coming at this from a very particular angle that you guys have not understood, I think, in the past. But you know, you guys have heard me just goddamn deep throat my love for the DualShock controller, specific, specifically, you know, uh, the haptic feedback and such. Right. And I think I've talked about it with the switch controller, too, where it's just like, dude, this HD rumble like is maybe the coolest, you know, uh, tech out of all the weird. You know, it's not the fucking AR sensor or anything. It's the coolest thing is the HD rumble. Point is, I've talked about this in the past, how excited I am for it and how, how much it is. And I think the two games that I was playing at around the same time last summer that really unlocked this for me was Forza and MLB The Show. Two games that like kind of the, the the haptic feedback does so much more for you experience wise than i think it usually does in other games um and then will be the show is very specific because you know if you're in a stressful situation you got two outs and a run around third it gives you a fast violent heartbeat like pulse for while you're pitching or while you're hitting and that shit is a cool like sensory thing like it's awesome it works every time and it works great on the DualShock 4 but on the Xbox controller dude I can hear the frequency of the goddamn motor in the Xbox going while it's fucking vibrating and I'm just like I have to turn up the fucking TV volume so I don't hear this shit it's so bad and then the controller just feels fucking shitty it feels so hollow and empty. The button sound is so loud. Any of the face buttons. Who who likes this D-pad? This D-pad is garbage. Oh my God. Like fuck, you know, whatever the console wars like analog position. That doesn't even bother me. That's fine. I can adapt so easily. Like I don't even think about the analog position being different. It's just the loud, sticky face buttons. The fucking single D-pad. The hollow cheap feeling controller and the embarrassing 
fucking engine on this fucking thing. Oh my God. What is this garbage? It's so bad. And now I'm here like literally within days of buying my Xbox. I'm just like, do I have to buy an elite controller now? Is that what I need to do? And I think that's what I'm going to need to do. But now I need to watch reviews and be like, is this fucking engine more silent? Is it built to feel like a heavy, expensive piece of tech? I'm sorry, I'm guessing. Controller's up. what, like almost $300, right? Are you fucking kidding me? I thought it was like 150 and I already thought that was like ridiculous. God damn. Let's see. Let's fact check uh, this. That's, it's interesting because I, I mean, I, I'll every once in a while plug in, plug in my Xbox controller to my PC and I, I mean, it's fine. I, I don't. I don't really have any, I don't notice any of the issues that like you're talking about. Maybe, maybe it's cause like I always have headphones on and I don't hear like the, sorry, the engine, the motor, the spinning. engine, um, <laughs> the V8 the engine. engine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, do you, do you, could it be that you just have like a, a bum controller? I don't think so. Uh, I, te- I have two controllers. The one I used to use for my computer. Oh. So I, I double tested it out. And the one I use for my computer Happens to be a a good, a nicer X like it's not a regular Xbox controller. It's like a special master chief version where the D pad is metal, so it's not. It doesn't have like that circle situation that the regular Xbox has. Um, so it's a little nicer, but I also you know I I I'd never used it really on PC. Like it was very rare. I'm trying to even remember the last game like when I played a little bit of The Witcher Three, but it's very rare that I use a controller on. Um, I'm not playing many third person games. But, you know, I just had to go on. I just had to go off a little bit because I was just. Oh, dude, just flabbergasted. And I've also had so many issues with the Xbox controller, the Xbox. uh, And this might be software. It might not be hardware. Right. But MLB, the show runs like garbage on the Xbox. Like they're having so many problems just having to fucking one. I'm very curious. Like. I don't know. There's just so many problems. Like the server issues make sense. They've never had this mass before, right? Um, but like the software will just crash. And I have to like hard reset the Xbox for it to fucking play. Um, the UI is better. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that, you know. The UI does not feel... It still doesn't make sense. I still don't understand what the fuck is going on on the UI. But I'm like only playing MLB. So it's like not an issue right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the setup process yeah. was good. You know, the box, the, the opening, the unboxing was good. I think the little Xbox Series S, which is what I have, is very impressive. Like when you look at that shit, it's it that that's that's cool. It's so small. It's nice and fucking crisp looking. Um, so that's cool. And it was three hundred bucks. You know, like which is funny to just say that like nothing, but it's because five hundred is the alternative. Um, but yeah, having a good time with the game. Um, I'm an absolute god again. Whenever I get ma- paired with against Xbox people, oh my god, I can tell because where we're at in the game right now, just timeline wise, like season wise, you can tell when people either grinded like crazy or just put money into the game, right? Like mm-hmm. you can tell. Um, so I love going up against a team that's like, oh, this dude spent like a hundred dollars, like a hundred real dollars, uh, building this squad. And I'm just wrecking him with like, you know, the, the fucking base cards and shit. Uh, Your Sammy Davis Jr. Um, rookie card. My Sammy Davis Jr. rookie card. Yeah. When he was. Uh, Sammy Sosa. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Before he was white. Um, 
Look up Sammy Sosa before and after pictures. That shit's wild. Um, <laughs> I see Andrew typing away. Everyone at home should do this too. This is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, that controller. I've just, I, I had to go off. That controller has been upsetting me so much. And I, 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 the engine aside, I swear to God, the clickiness of the face buttons, the fact that they're like a little sticky and like, I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. Hmm. Any any gamer updates from anyone else? Oh, I have a gamer update. Are you? Uh, now, Elmer, you've been talking a lot about baseball. Mm-hmm. Has baseball ever made you horny? Has MLB The Show ever made you horny? Yes. Okay, well, let's talk about Catherine Full Body. Oh. Uh, Catherine, I've never played. I never played the original. Um, the Full Body version, I think, is really... It's, like, funny. It's, like, a... I, I, and maybe... I'm sure the original version is like this, too, but it's, like, playing out, like, a TV show. Yep. Or, like, a movie or something. And, uh... I've met Catherine with a K. Uh, she's kind of hot, but she kind of bugs me. I don't know how I feel about her. Hmm. Um, but yeah, this is like a weird platformer game or not a platformer, a puzzle game and uh, bad at the puzzles. Yeah. So because um, Andy, if the you- game and, and the idea of the game, the concept of the game, everything seems interesting. But when I see the actual gameplay, I'm just like, is that a, you know, is that going to work? Does it work? I don't know. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's a puzzle game. And, and, you know, I'm used to like the persona, like JRPGs mm-hmm. and that's not what this is. Okay. Um, but it's significantly shorter than a persona game. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see, excited to see where this game takes me. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. We'll see kind of, there's definitely some controversy around this game and yeah. I don't know if, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I think there's a whole new female character in the game. Yeah. That is maybe the source of the controversy, I think, if I remember correctly. Because there's only Catherine with a K and Catherine with a C in the original. Oh, okay. Catherine with a K Mm -hmm. is the one that, that's his girlfriend, right? Yeah. She wants to set, she's the, I don't know, she's like kind of just a normal person in the game. Catherine with a C is, is wild. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, it was half off on Switch, and uh, I bought it. Is Thank it? you, Golden Week. Nice. Does anyone have any recommendations for a game that, like, uh, looking for something? Like, why isn't there a goddamn Wii Sports? And I'm not talking about 1-2-Switch, but just something where I can just be like, hey, girlfriend, like, let's just play this, you know, and hang out. Any Anything come to mind for the Switch? I got two hard copy games that are ready to go to GameStop to be traded in, but I don't know what to buy. Nothing. Right. Uh, nothing. No, I mean, like what about, Mario uh, Party. We have Party. Okay. And the other one. What was cart. the? Not Cart. Uh, Tennis. Mario U or whatever it's called. Mario University. That's. Yeah, Mario University. <laughs> what is oh, Mario Super U? Mar- was it New Super Mario Brothers? Oh, the two D one or the three D world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that might be a good that one. And it has like. What about? The characters are like it has like different levels of how skilled you are. It's like oh, Peach is a little easier, and then like if you play Toadette, you just like literally can't die. Okay. What about like uh, was it Overcooked? Oh, or, yeah. Like one of those? Yeah, like- we played Overcooked. That's a good one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'm just craving something like, uh, I don't know. Like I saw this, there's a Switch commercial that keeps playing on the MLB games I watch. That's just, I can't, t- it's like a vague Switch commercial. Like it just has a bunch of games, you know? Um, and it cuts to like a, a dart game, you know, a game where you just play darts. And I was just like, you know, like. Oh, that's Clubhouse Games. Is it good? I've heard it's yeah, not Clubhouse good. Games is good. Oh, really? Yeah, really good. And it's got, uh, it's got golf, which is basically Wii Golf uh, on there. And it has like darts where you have to fucking like use the Joy-Con motion control on the TV. Plus you can play like, like we play a lot of Moncala on there. What's Moncala? Uh, that's like, um, that's the game where you have like the stones in the like six by six board and you like put them around to oh. get the most in your shop. Is it like the little star thing? No, that's uh, Chinese checkers, I think, mm, right? That, uh, that is it. Okay, well, that that's good to know. Um, I'm literally going to go buy that then because I've been on the hunt for that, but I was like, when we saw that, I was like, Lex, I'm going to assume that's a bad game. You know? <laughs> Just like you... you, I'm like, I want a game like that, but I'm going to assume the Dart game on Switch that I haven't heard about is not good. No, this is like Nintendo published. Oh, really? Holy yeah. shit. Okay. This is first party darts. All right. Let's fucking go, dude. I'm going to go trade in Mario, Paper Mario, which I never play, uh, beat. Uh, I played for a couple hours. It was very cute, but I just don't. The the combat system, yeah. I was just like, I'm gonna. it's going to be a whole thing if I get into this and I, I don't feel it. Um, and I think I'm done with Persona. It's now 1,000 I played going. enough to the point where like, you know, it's just I'm never going to be a Persona game. I think it's just my my path in life. It's fair. Love it. Yeah, and that has... I, that has uh, what is it? 52 worldwide classics on it. So you play chess on there too. Uh, There's a bunch of shit on there. Okay. 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 I'm excited. Can we do, can we do another hard turn away from gaming? Yeah. Fuck games. Do it. Uh, So uh, I think a few episodes ago we had an an episode called cat dad, something or other. Uh, And I, on that episode I talked about how I was getting into bonsai trees. Um, Yesterday and today um, was the, Michigan all all Michigan bonsai show um about 10 minutes from my house Whoa. and uh I I went to that and I took a, a class and it was a it was like a bring your own tree and they were gonna like there's like a guy who was like a, a bonsai master and he could like he would like help you with your tree and stuff wow yeah how, how, so, how big was this class it was me it was me and like four other grandmas. <laughs> I was just wondering like what the bonsai community looks like, you know, and uh, just, I don't know. Uh, I, I, it's weird. Cause I think like, it's pretty, I think the, there's like the West Michigan, like bonsai club. And like, there was a bunch of people at this, really at this show. That's wild, dude. Like love that. there was probably, I was like, kind of like going back and forth and I could skip the line. Cause I was, a I had like the, it was in the class, but there was like, Maybe like a hundred people waiting to get in line. That's awesome, dude. And it was packed. Um, yeah. And so like the bonsai show was super cool. Um, there were like trees that were like, you know, they've been bonsai trees for 40 years and people have been working on these since like the eighties or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I brought, I brought two trees. I have a, I have a pine tree that I, I made. Um, and then I had like a, like a cherry blossom tree and, this guy was so cool. He has been doing bonsai for like 30 years. And like I the the pine tree I I definitely like fucked up. 
it was it was not looking good. Um, I had I'd maybe done a few cuts that maybe I shouldn't have done and all of this. And he was just like, oh, I know what to do. He grabs like a fucking wire, maybe this like a little bit thinner than your pinky and wraps like the trunk of this tree up and just pushes this shit over. And he's like, we're doing a windswept look. Uh, and my, my bonsai tree looks so fucking cool now. Dang. Uh, you got to send us pictures. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if I have like a good before picture, but the after picture is fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just like kind of fun. It was like me and he was like talking. There was like this one lady that had brought in like this tree and it like goes down instead of up. Like it like kind of like wraps around like the pot. It's like a tall pot and it just sort of like trickles down. Uh, and I have a tree that like could go that way. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it was just like kind of cool, like seeing, and he was like, okay, here's how you like make a branch dead and like, but still like part of the, the tree and all this. Uh, and it was cool. Does he have like a shop or anything local? I, I don't know. I think he's like, he said he had like 400 trees. Oh my God. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So I think this is like what he does. Like, and I think he, maybe he just like goes and like, teaches classes or kind of whatever um but yeah i don't know it was cool i love that shit i love people that like have just mastered their thing and can go around and like just help others <sighs> i know there's something so yeah. cool about that kind of trade shit where it's yeah. just like you know i don't know i feel like such a you know uh what's the phrase the master of none phrase what am, am i from mm. what is the phrase jack of all trades jack of all trades of master of none that's how i feel every day uh, so I'm just so inspired by people that are just like, yeah, I figured this one thing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, very happy for you. Very, uh, yeah. very healthy to have, you know, things like this. I, I got to find something. Yeah. That's been Awkward Pause. My name is Elmer. You can find me on Twitter at Elms is not mad. You can find Andrew. At Street Super. You can find Samuel. Uh, you know what I want you to do? Uh, Instagram.com backslash fuck. What is it? At S-A-M-U Wood Goods. Um, I, I, I've made some wooden utensils, like uh, some spatulas and some rice scoopers. Um, and I think I'm going to sell them uh, maybe exclusively on Instagram um, just because they're like a little bit new. I don't I don't feel quite comfortable yet putting them on I'm Etsy, but if you want to buy one, they'll be cheap. Uh, give me your feedback. Um, look for that maybe next week. And remember, stay golden.
first breath, blossoming in a soil.